Hello everyone and welcome to Autism Stories. I'm your host Doug Bletcher, the founder of, of Autism Personal Coach. Autistic people are the true experts of the autistic experience and Autism Stories is where we interview autistic people and others in the autism community to learn from their stories. One of my passions in life is running, and I always enjoy talking with fellow runners. So that's why I'm happy to have Tracy Cohen return to Autism Stories. We'll talk a bit about running during the pandemic and then focus on her new book, My Life on the Autism Spectrum, Misunderstandings, Insight, and Growth, and what she has learned that has benefited her since being diagnosed on the autism spectrum as an adult. We hope you enjoy today's conversation. Tracy, thanks so much for returning to Autism Stories. Thank you for having me. Now, last time we talked, we had a great discussion on the importance of running in your life. We haven't talked since the pandemic has brought chaos into all of our lives. So I'm wondering, has running been helpful you, to you during these challenging times? A absolutely. Um, running is, besides being my, my passion, um, it is, um, it's always helpful, but um, especially um, with the onset of the um, pandemic um, and the continuation of it. I was actually furloughed back in March, and I was just pretty devastated for a, a, a number of reasons. But, you know, change and lack of routine, change in routine is, it might sound inconsequential among other things to a lot of people, but that's, you know, that that's just huge for me. And running is something that, again, besides being my passionate, it gives it gives structure to the day, it gives me courage, it gives me strength, it keeps me healthy, and that was something that I, you know, I just decided to, you know, it, it's just a part of me, I continue to do, and it doesn't mean it was easy every day, because, you know, lots of days just don't want to get out of bed, even, even to run, but I haven't missed a day, and um, it always... It always makes the day better, and I find that the busier I, I keep myself, the, the more I can accomplish and the more courage I find and the, the more things happen, and running is just such a huge part of that, um, and that kind of helped me to create structure and, again, just find the, the will and the courage to just keep pushing forward and dealing with everything that comes every day and again especially you know with with the pandemic and um I feel very fortunate that you know with every everything that's happened that uh that we've been allowed to you know continue with physical activities outdoors I think in some countries they even limited people from going outside their homes at least early on I I encourage I mean, running is an amazing sport, and I encourage everybody to consider giving it a try. But if if nothing else, find you know something healthy and physical that 
helps you take care of yourself and keeps you going and just know that no matter how much you love it, some days still might be hard, but you'll always feel better after and usually during as well. I always say, you know, when I go running, my favorite part of my run is when it's over. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can't, I can't, I can't always agree with that. Um, I, 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 I truly, I truly love the movement, but absolutely. I mean, there, there are some days when, yeah, it was just hard all the way through. Um, and so, yeah, some days it's, you know, the, the best part of it is just that accomplishment that, that I feel that you feel at the, at the end of it. Now you've written a new book, My Life on the Autism Spectrum, Misunderstandings, Insights, and Growth. Now, you've written other books, but in this book, you decided to get more personal about your own journey living on the autism spectrum. Why was it important for you to do that? Well, o over, over the years, I've had people who have read my, either read my books or listened to my presentations and have, you know, mentioned that, well, you should write a book, you know, more detail about yourself. I'd like to know more about you. And even though I really never felt that, you know, I was worthy to write anything like an autobiography, it was, it, it's been said uh, enough times um, that I started considering it. And um, I just truly want to continue helping people and always finding new ways. And I, I felt like, you know, the, I, I feel like there's still a gap between, you know, you can read a textbook, you can know what autism is, but there, there's, there's a big difference between, I feel, knowledge and really understanding. And in, you know, some of the examples that, personal examples that I've given during presentations, people have you know, said to me, I, okay, I, that, that really paints a picture. It, it really makes it clear. And so, you know, it, it, it was very hard to, to share the things that I've shared and, you know, really put myself out there. But I feel like if, in order to really help people understand what, you know, some of the things mean to really give them tangible um, examples, and so that's that's what I've done in my book from my own personal life and, and experience. In regards to misunderstandings, in your book you talk about relationships that you've had. What are some things yeah. that make all types of relationships bewildering or complicated to autistic people? There, there really are no rules. They're, they're inconsistent. You know, we, I, I didn't have any help growing up, but I know there are, you know, different therapies out there. And, you know, you, along the way, you, you know, learn there are, you know, different rules about, well, you meet somebody, and obviously not now with the pandemic, you, you meet someone, you, you shake hands, or you, you know, whatever, but it, you're supposed to say hello, goodbye, but even though, you know, you learn these rules, other people, not, not everybody adapts them, so that, that makes it confusing. 
people will say things that they really don't necessarily mean and it, it's hard for somebody to distinguish when when somebody's being very very friendly well is the you know clerk at the store being very very friendly because they want to sell me something or are they being very very friendly because well it's their job but they also you know well there's a connection there and maybe they're you know really being genuine Family relationships are are different and inconsistent. People are, you know, not cookie cut into any one way, whether you're on the spectrum or not. And there are just so many inconsistencies and people will say things that they don't necessarily mean. And it, it just gets, puts everything in a fog and makes everything very, very unclear. In your book, you talk about being institutionalized as a preteen. I'm wondering, did how did that uh, have an effect in terms of your relationships moving into your teenage years, or did that have an effect at all? Yeah, yeah, um, it, it certainly had a, had a big effect. It, it made me even less trusting. It made me feel as though... Um, you know, I've, I've always been, or at least tried to be somewhat of a perfectionist but, uh, and a pleaser, but it, it made me feel even even more so that, you know, I, I do something wrong and I'm going to be sent away again. Or that, you know, I do something wrong and I only get one chance and, you know, I'll be disregarded for, you know, forever. I, you know, some, there's, there would be no, no forgiveness. As, as well as, you know, it just, there were a lot of people in there who were, you know, very scary for, for lack of better words. And it, it, it just made me very, even more cautious and, and un, unsure of people. Uh, again, just, just less, less trusting people didn't take me for my my word and it it just really makes you lose confidence in in people in general have there been some ways you've been able to help develop that confidence over the years yeah yeah it's still very much a, a work in progress um but there there are some really, really good people in this world, and I've been very, very fortunate, and um, I've had a, a lot of really wonderful people come in my life, and even though I, I lack confidence, and I'm always checking, and I'm always unsure, there are people who have been kind enough to stick with me, and reassure me, and answer questions, and just continue to to be there and you know when I make make mistakes show me you know forgiveness and second chances and third chances and they've kind of taught me how to just in, in sticking by me how to you know do do the same and to start to learn to take people as they are and accept their mistakes and understand that their own mistakes aren't necessarily something directed at me, but just life has a way of, you know, making things happen. So, yeah, just, and they've helped me 
you know, remain open to additional relationships and, you know, kind of help pick me up when I fall. In Misunderstandings, Insights, and Growth, you talk about your top six challenges. What would be the challenge that for yourself has been the most difficult to navigate? I, I would say social, except that the the other five all um, all contribute to that that social challenge. You know, whether it be the the sensory or auditory or touch. Um, you know, there there are so social encompasses so many so many things, and the the other the other challenges kind of play a part in when you're trying to be with someone or, or join a group besides just the the factor of of being with people it's all the things that that people bring whether the perfumes they wear or tone of their voice or whether it be the the meeting place or the number of people so social for sure but um my my other challenges can contribute um the because of the you know again just all that goes into a, a social situation. A big challenge for so many autistic people is employment, especially maintaining employment. Have there been some things that have been helpful to you in keeping employment in the past? I, I think first and foremost is just working hard. <laughs> working hard, um, being on time, and um, being willing to, um, to to really do just about anything, um, including the things that um, you know lots of other people just might not be be willing to do. That's allowed me sometimes to become, I guess, somewhat valued at, at least by at least by by cer- certain employers. But I, I guess I would also, and and it is it, it really is important to um, to work hard and be grateful for an employment and opportunity. Um, but in in the same vein, I would also encourage people to really be aware of their their satisfaction with with a job. And if I've I've had a number of jobs where. It takes me a while to, to realize, but, you know, I, I figure out that I am just absolutely so miserable. And sometimes, you know, the environment actually feels hostile going in. And it's, it's okay to recognize that something really isn't working, no matter how grateful you are for the employment opportunity and to have the, the confidence in oneself and, and the strength and the courage to start looking for something else and know that, you know, you're better than what is being offered to you or how you're being treated and um, to, to be willing to make that difficult change and find a better situation for yourself. But um, definitely always, always working hard. <laughs> I think that's a really important point. And sometimes it's really difficult to leave, leave jobs and kind of give that notice. What's that process been like for you? Um, 
it's it, it, it's certainly been hard and it's certainly been been scary to to make the change um i i think i've already shared how you know how difficult change is and a change in routine but very honestly it's 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 been great um it's been a huge huge relief um and even sometimes before the change actually happens once i have resigned myself and realized that something's not working and been willing to 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 find you know something else um and sometimes it's it's taken a few attempts to to find something better to get myself in a better situation but it's it's just been a, a huge relief and and that really kind of makes me realize just how unhappy and just how miserable I have been and and you know there's there's no quality of life in that so you know um it's important to to have employment and work hard to keep employment but um it's it's a balance with being grateful for a job and you know figuring out well is is this right for me is this you know really benefiting me or is this actually kind of keeping me down from from growing and from being a, a happy person and if you're not happy that affects everything else hmm. negatively thinking about helpful suggestions beyond employment are there some some things or maybe best practices or strategies that have helped you uh, to live more authentically as an autistic adult? Yeah, um, I, I think first and foremost is um, uh, trusting my gut. I, you know, I, I can be influenced very easily, and I've, I've talked about the, the lack of confidence, and, you know, I... I'm constantly questioning myself, um, always thinking that other people know better and other people have it right. But despite all that, there are there are certain things that, no matter how how different from the norm, um, that my gut will just tell me to you know to follow and to to stay strong. And when I when I stick to my gut, I I find that I've I've made the the right decision and. I, the one thing I, I will say about myself is I, I feel like I've always had somewhat of an intuitive right and wrong and um, it's just a good moral compass and that, that's something else no matter what the influence is. I, 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 I won't compromise that. Um, I won't compromise what I really know and believe is, is right. And what I feel is is moral, and and what is not, and you know, there's there's a real fine line, you know, between that and being stubborn and being willing to consider other opinions, other other ideas, other other things to, to try. But um, I'm not so much speaking of that, but more um, just a, a basic right and wrong, um, and 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 sometimes right and wrong for for myself as opposed to the the big picture. Last time you were on Autism Stories, we talked about you being diagnosed on the autism spectrum at age 39. Now, in yeah. in your new book, you have 
uh, talked about many uh, helpful resources. What resources have been helpful to you since being diagnosed? I, I would have to say uh, by continuing to read other books, learn more about about autism and um, as, as well as learning, reading, reading other people's stories and, and, and learning more about it. And when I, especially being diagnosed so late in life, I, that, the, the person, the, the doctor who diagnosed me had absolutely no doubt, but I've also never been one to look for excuses. And so I, I never want that to seem like an excuse. So I'm always, you know, I, I can't help but doubt myself sometimes. But then when I read someone else's story or, or learn more about autism, and it's like, that's just me. <laughs> um, it, it helps me to be a, be a little kinder to myself and do the things that, um, uh, allow me a, a, a little more peace and, and not beat myself up for not being able to, to be like everybody else or, you know, why just understand why things are continually harder. And the, the same, besides the books, um, there are some wonderful conferences out there that are just so worth attending. And besides that validation that I get, there's there's always something. I always pick up something that, that I learn or, or make a new connection. So just all of those resources out there can just keep helping you grow. Now for our listeners that want to purchase your book, My Life on the Autism Spectrum, Misunderstandings, Insights, and Growth, how can they go about doing that? My my book is um, available on Amazon um, as a paperback. Um, and also, um, as um, in the um, e-version, um, the Kindle, um, it's available from Smashwords. It's available in all sorts of um, e-books, uh, iTunes, um, Apple, Nook. Um, uh, and also, well, I, I don't know that bookstores are, are necessarily carrying it right now, um, or, or libraries, but um, it is available through expanded distribution, and there are lots of, you know, various libraries and bookstores where if people prefer to have it brought in for them, it is available for bookstores to, bookstores and libraries to order and get in that way. I've known a number of people who have purchased my books um, through requests and stores have gotten it in. are also welcome to, to contact me. Um, they can get to me through my through my book page, um, growingautistic.com slash Tracy. I have a Facebook page there, and um, it also takes them to, to my email, um, Tracy, T-R-A-C-E-Y, um, at growingupautistic.com. Well, Tracy, I, I always love talking with you. Thanks so much for returning to Autism Stories and sharing with us about your book. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for, for having me, for your interest, and for all you do for people on the spectrum as, as well as, you know, their, their family members and supporters. Really appreciate that. 
Thanks to everyone for listening, and thanks so much to Tracy for the conversation. Check out the podcast description for this episode for a link to buy Tracy's book. The podcast description will also have a link for the Autism Personal Coach virtual events in September. If you would like to be notified about each week's episode of Autism Stories, we suggest you subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. We would also appreciate it if you could give us a positive rating and review as it will help others to learn about Autism Stories. Through the work of Autism Personal Coach, we are always looking to coach people to get the things they want and need in their lives. That's why on next week's episode of Autism Stories, I'm excited to have Becca Laurie Hector return to talk about the results of her self-defined living course for autistic people, as well as to discuss a new and exciting project we will be working on together. Talk to you then.